It's time for the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now here's Ryan Wallace on the Golden Knights Radio Network. Welcome in to tonight's postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. The Golden Knights fall to Montreal 3-2 to in overtime. The Canadians a 2-1 to series lead in this Stanley Cup semifinals. And... To help us break this one down, we head back to Montreal, bring in the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. And, you know, Dan, you look at this game, the Golden Knights two minutes away from kind of locking things down, did what they needed to do through the majority of the third period. How do you kind of compartmentalize this loss? Uh, I, I don't think that, I mean, it, it's a shame to say it, but, I mean, Fleury, you know, made the mistake that cost them the game. It's, they were not only playing well enough to win. They had outplayed Montreal for a good stretch of the game. When it came to the third period, the Knights seemed to have found the rhythm. Uh, Montreal was not getting very much in terms of offensive zone time or even high danger scoring chances. And it's not too often that you kind of look at one player, but that that's that's what happened today. Uh, sure, were there opportunities for Vegas to have scored more often? Yeah, I mean, the power play is not good enough. If they had scored on the power play, uh, they were 0 for 4 today. You got Montreal as the NHL's best postseason penalty kill. Yeah, there's all kinds of what ifs today. But um, talking about it here on the broadcast will be one thing. But Ryan, as you know, I'm sure Pete DeBoer and the players will not spend too much time talking about how this one slipped away. They'll be talking about game number four, which is Sunday. There's no turnaround time here. They've got one day in between games. Normally this time of year, they would have had a travel day, right? They would have had a day to travel yesterday, and today would have normally been a day to practice here in Montreal in normal times. Not the case here in 2021. So um, they've been accustomed to having short memories, and we'll see if they can bounce back as they have in previous series. Remember that they had trailed the first round 1-0. They trailed in the second round 2-0 and came back to win both series. This is a little bit different. Rather than trailing in the first game or two, they now trail in the middle of the series. Um, can they pull off the same sort of refocus and uh, get behind their goaltender? Marc-Andre Fleury, clearly a frustrated night, but nobody turns the page better than Marc-Andre. He's got <laughs> all the experience we all know. Drafted in 2003, elder statesman, future Hall of Famer, third most wins in history, and fifth most playoff wins in history. If there's anybody you can trust to turn it around and not only turn himself around, but also encourage his teammates to move on, you figure Mark's got to be at the top of your list. You know, Dan, when you talk about the Golden Knights throughout this playoff run, we, we, we don't talk too much about the power play, mainly because Vegas has found ways to win and found ways to come out of series. But when you go 0 for 4 on the power play in a game like this, where you lose by one goal in overtime, you look at those as missed opportunities. How do you get more out of the man advantage? Well, the normal thing, the normal answer would be to uh, use the personnel that you've got, which is some darn good personnel, and diagram some stuff during a practice you 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 say hey this is what we're going to try we're going to do this we're going to try that and to a degree we saw some of that today with Alex Tuck um, sort of a, a couple of chances from down low the slam dunk attempts and they could do that because Tuck was at the time centering the line of Pacioretty and and Stone but then when um, you know some of the later power plays occurred the other group was getting more opportunities and that's normally where Tuck is so sometimes you're forced to adjust personnel on the power play. Sometimes you do it under duress. And Mark got power play minutes today. That's not been typical. You know, Alec Martinez has got two of the night's four power play goals. And he at times has not been a power play guy. In the playoffs he has. So 
I, I'm not saying you want to set everything up for Alec Martinez, but other guys who are normal power play producers, Pacioretty had six power play goals in the regular season. Um, you look at, uh, you know, Riley Smith had four power play goals in the regular season. Um, even Mark Stone had six power play goals regular season. So uh, Stone has just one power play point in the playoffs. So guys are going to uh, have to figure something out. Steve Spot is the guy who diagrams the power play. Is there time enough to draw something up tomorrow? Um, it depends partly on which personnel are available and what the forward combinations are at even strength. So there are some variables there, but sometimes it, it comes down to uh, the coaching staff drawing up um, something specific to try because like in basketball, when you need a basket, you drop the specific play. The coach has something in his back pocket that you've been saving. It's getting to that time here for the Golden Knights. All right, Dan, as always, thanks for joining us here on the post game show, and we will talk to you on Sunday. Thanks, Ryan. That is the voice of the Golden Knights, Dan Duva. Let's head back to Montreal, bring in Riley Smith and Nick Waugh as they address the media after tonight's game. On voulait juste mieux jouer en overtime. Je pense qu'on n'a pas réussi à appliquer notre jeu comme on voulait en overtime. Puis c'est décevant. David Shane, once more. No, apologize. Sorry, guys. Okay. Uh, we'll wait one second. If anybody else has a question, we could take one more. We'll go to Mark Spector. Yeah, Riley, uh, I want to just ask a little bit more about a, a game that, you know, that goal goes in so late. You guys have things in control. Everything's going good. And, you know, they just get a free goal. Whether it's a goalie's fault, whose fault it is, doesn't matter. They get a free goal. Is it is it difficult to bounce back when you give them a free one like that? Is it harder to bounce back than if they earn a goal just by making a good play? I think it's the same. Um, at the end of the day, the puck goes in the net and it's a tie game and you got to move on. So um, we're all professionals and you kind of just have to put things behind you and, and move on. Um, you know, we had ample opportunities to, to score more goals tonight. And I think that's where our focus is at right now is to um, really focus on um, putting the puck in their net, and I think we did a good job all night breaking out, and we have to we have to keep doing that when moving forward. But um, you know, I think a power play is is a main focus that we got to work on, and it's got to be a difference maker in this series. Thanks very much, Nicholas and Riley. It was Riley Smith and Nick Waugh as they addressed the media after tonight's game. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance Post Game Show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We'll start with Simon Olivier Lorange. Simon, well, uh, I think I, I'm surprised I got the first question, so it's going to seem a little odd. But uh, what's the stage, the status on Chandler Stevenson? Is he in Montreal with the team? Who? Ch Chandler Stevenson. Is he is he with the team in Montreal right now, or is he back in Vegas? I'll take questions on the game tonight. I'm, I answered questions on injury. It's a, it's, a, it's a question in the game because he was not playing. In the... Next question. We'll go to Mark Spector. Mark. Uh, Pete, um, a game gets, you've got control of the game, you're up 2-1 late, and, and it's a, really a free goal, right? It's just a big mistake goal that 
that lets it get away from you. Is that any harder to handle with, you know, as a coach, do you have to do more damage control when a goal like that goes in than a normal goal or what do you do? <clears throat> yeah. You know, I, I think, um, those, those type of, uh, events are, are tough to recover from. We talked between the, the third and the overtime time about uh, trying to get our mojo back. I didn't think we were poor in overtime, but but uh, there's no doubt that uh, that carried into the overtime for us a little on the negative side, and, and for sure gave them, you know, some pop going out to to overtime. And I think that's what you saw in the first overtime. We'll go to Ben Goats. Hey Ben. Hi Pete. Uh, I guess just what are you seeing on the power play right now? Are there I guess certain issues that seem to be kind of repeating themselves throughout this series? Um, yeah, you know what? The power play uh, wasn't great. That was probably the only piece of our game, you know, that wasn't great. So, um, you know, there's there's things to fix this time of year for every team in the league, and, you know, that's something that, that we've got to continue to work at. We'll go to Justin Emerson. Hey, Justin. Hey, Pete. Did you say anything to Mark andre after that third period, and what, what – I guess what kind of mood was he in after that? Uh, yeah, I saw him. I saw him in the hallway between the third and overtime. And just said, you know, let, let's uh, let's get this back. You know, I, I mean, we, we've handled that type of adversity before. There's been, you know, some goals like that. There was one in Colorado. You know, the guy, the guys have responded uh, for him. Um, you know, continuously through the playoffs, and you know that was the message. Just uh, you know, let's let's dig in and get it back. We'll go to David Shane. Hey, David. Happy. Did you have a chance to uh, take a look at their last goal and what happened from your end? Did it look like a uh, just a line change? Maybe you guys got caught in. <clears throat> well, yeah, long line change with the overtime. You know, a, a second period type line change and uh, bouncing puck at the far blue. You know, I think there was a question whether we had it, didn't have it. Bottom line is. Uh, we didn't, I don't think we got a handle on it to get it deep. I think, you know, we thought that uh, back end thought we might. And those are those are those long change type goals, uh, mistakes that uh, that happen. We'll go to Ed Graney. Hey, Ed. Hey, Pete. Um, obviously, a lot of frustration, but when you wake up, is it frustration or is it turn on the film and say, you know, for 58 of the 60, you were the better team? And is that a way to get them back quickly? Yeah, we have to. I mean, you know, I I, I, uh, I loved our game. You know, if, if we can play like that um, for in the next week, I have a hard time believing that they're going to beat us two more times. But you know, we've got to we got to go back and, and look at it, and and uh, you know, particularly take take a lot of the real good stuff we did tonight. And you know, if we win next game, we come out with a split. We get home ice back. You know, this, this, this series momentum shifts again. Take two more questions for the coach. Jesse Granger. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Pete, I know you said you liked the five-on-five -five game. I'm wondering, do you think that the power play struggles have, have kind of hurt your momentum when you guys are controlling the game the way you are? You earn a power play and then, and then don't get chances on it. Do you think that kind of messes up the rhythm at five-on-five? -five? It can. I don't think it did tonight. You know, I thought our five-on-five -five game was good all night. So, you know, but there's no doubt that that can like like anything that can take momentum from you taking penalties, 
you know, giving up PK goals. I mean, you know, all those things can can sap momentum from your five on five game. I think, and like I said, we, we've got we've got you know a lot of things in really good places right now. The power play is a work in progress, no doubt about it. Thanks very much, Coach. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights drop this one 3-2 in overtime to the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal, a 2-1 series lead in this best of seven Stanley Cup semifinals. The postgame injury report is brought to you by the Valley Health System, the official health system of the Vegas Golden Knights. Chandler Stevenson missed his second consecutive game for Vegas. Uh, head coach Pete DeBoer in tonight's post-game interview presented by Nevada Eye Physicians was asked if Chandler Stevenson is in Montreal or if he's back in Vegas. DeBoer declined to comment on Chandler Stevenson's status. Obviously, he wasn't playing in the game. He's listed as day-to-day, upper body injury. So, For the Golden Knights, it's really kind of about figuring out what the personnel is going to look like. Is Chandler Stevenson going to be able to go for Game 4? If not, do you make changes? Tomas Nosek gets back into a game for Vegas. thought he played well enough in this one. But, you know, again, you're you're missing your top-line center. And Chandler Stevenson has proven to be a catalyst for Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty. And you're going to need more out of Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty in terms of production, the rest of this series. So it's up to Pete DeBoer to figure out the winning combination with those players. Let's take a look at the highlights in this game. We go all the way back to the first period. And while it was a first period largely dominated by the Golden Knights and a first period in which Carey Price made some brilliant saves, it was Marc-Andre Fleury with our AAA insurance save of the game. Deneau comes in, end of the power play. Dropped it off for Pelly right point. Now into the corner. 2-1, shot! Save, rebound, Fleury covers. He's got the whistle. That's Marc-Andre Fleury with our AAA insurance save of the game. AAA is a proud sponsor of the Vegas Golden Knights, helping you outsmart life on the road and at home with 24-7 roadside assistance, car repair discounts, DMV services, and savings on your home and auto insurance. AAA outsmart life. We would head to the second period, and the Golden Knights would continue to pressure with their forecheck, which leads to an Eric Stahl turnover and a Nick Waugh goal. Giveaway, Waugh scores! Found a loose puck at the left goal line. Eric Stahl, what was he thinking? Gift wrapped. Vegas takes a 1-0 lead. That's Nick Waugh, his third of the playoffs, unassisted at 3 minutes, 16 seconds of the second period to make it 1-0 Vegas. Just 38 seconds later, the Golden Knights would make a mistake. Cole Caulfield would pick up the puck and tie the game. Ahead comes Suzuki, leading Caulfield down the middle alone. He scores! Cole Caulfield. His first playoff goal at Bell Center. He ties it up 1-1, four minutes into the second period. 
That's Caulfield from Nick Suzuki at 3 minutes, 54 seconds of the second period to make it 1-1. One to one. It's Suzuki with a shot block. Nick Holden kind of caught in no man's land. Suzuki, a great pass to Caulfield, and Caulfield comes in, scores on Marc-Andre Fleury. We would head to the third period, tied up at one goal apiece. The Golden Knights would kill off a penalty to start the period, and then Alex Petrangelo would put the Vegas Golden Knights ahead early. Working ahead with Pacioretty. Petrangelo shoots. He scores! Put it toward the blocker side of Carey Price, and Vegas takes the lead. And Alex Petrangelo with his fourth goal of the playoffs, three goals in two games. That's Alex Petrangelo, his fourth of the playoffs from Max Pacioretty and Tomasz Nosek. Two minutes, 22 seconds of the third period to make it 2-1 to one Vegas. The Golden Knights would kind of lock things down. The, the Montreal Canadiens would get their legs midway through the third period. They, they would get some opportunities. Everything was kind of kept to the outside, and the Golden Knights were just about two minutes from locking this one down. And then the Montreal Canadiens would throw a puck down low. Marc-Andre Fleury would misplay it, and Josh Anderson would tie the game. Loose puck, give it away, and Montreal scores! Josh Anderson puts it into an open net as Fleury can't believe it. He clutches his helmet. He gave it away. Anderson was on the spot and ties it up 2-2 with two minutes to play. That's Josh Anderson unassisted, 18.05 of the third period to tie the game at two. Regulation would come to an end. Both teams would go into overtime. The Montreal Canadiens, I thought, had their legs in the overtime period, and it led to a turnover, a 2-on-0, and Josh Anderson would end the game. Here's the takeaway, a chance down the middle, and they score! Montreal wins it in overtime! Anderson got the dish at the right side of the net. What a play by Paul Byron. Anderson with the game-tying goal, and then the game-winning goal in overtime. Josh Anderson, the hero. The assists go to Paul Byron and Jesperi Kotkaniemi. 12.03 of overtime. 3-2 Montreal. That is the final. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. No other city does sports quite like Las Vegas because only in Vegas is it game time all the time. After the final buzzer sounds, hit the town to explore all the award-winning dining, attractions, experiences, and luxury resorts Vegas has to offer. To learn more, go to visitlasvegas.com. Today, it's the AAA Insurance postgame show. The Golden Knights fall 3-2 in overtime to the Montreal Canadiens. And, you know, there's a quote from Pete DeBoer postgame that I think is very interesting. This was from Pete DeBoer. I loved our game. If we can play like that for the next week, I have a hard time believing they'll beat us two more times. And, like, I, I understand that emotions are raw right now. I, I do get it, and I'm... I'm imagining we're going to get into this on the extended postgame show. But I think when you look at this game and you take out the gaffe from Marc-Andre Fleury, ask yourself this question before you react to the outcome. 
If not for that play from Flurry, what do you think happens in this game? Right? If not for that play, what do you think happens? Because for the Golden Knights, do you want them to score more? Absolutely. Do you want them to convert on the power play? Oh, for sure. And the power play has to figure out a way to score a goal in this series. You get a power play goal in this one, it's game over. You have four opportunities. And and my biggest issue is not with the Golden Knights at 5-on-5. Five five. I don't have an issue with how the Golden Knights have played at 5-on-5. Five five. None whatsoever. I thought their start tonight was good. I thought they were able to find their offense in the opportunities that they had. Did they get enough second opportunities? No. Did they get enough rebound opportunities? No. But, you know, part of that is Carey Price making saves and having the puck stick to him. You can't discount Carey Price in this game. Now, not every save that he made was a 10-bell save, but there were a couple. The one on Alex Tuck comes to mind for me. But it, it's the power play for the Golden Knights that has to start doing more. And it's not so much just in terms of getting chances, but setting up in the zone. Setting up in the zone has been the biggest issue for the Golden Knights power play because Montreal is so aggressive. They're so aggressive that as soon as they are able to get a clear, everything snowballs because they're great at preventing the Golden Knights from entering the zone cleanly. And then Vegas spends so much time and so much energy just trying to get back into the offensive zone that by the time they've got it set up, there's not much time to actually work for great opportunities. Now that's on the Golden Knights' power play to figure out. I would expect that they've got to find an answer before game four. But again, I ask you, You take out that play at the end of the third period. You play out those final two minutes. Ask yourself what you think happens in that game. Ask yourself what you think happens the final two minutes, especially if Carey Price ends up getting pulled for the extra attacker, knowing how well Vegas defends six-on-five situations. We're back with more on the AAA Insurance postgame show on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. We're back to the Vegas Golden Knights postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Now, here's your host, Ryan Wallace. AAA Insurance postgame show, wrapping it up here. The Golden Knights fall to the Montreal Canadiens 3-2 in overtime. Josh Anderson, a late goal in the third period to tie the game, and then he gets the game winner. Great play by Paul Byron to set it up. Tonight's game recap is brought to you by Universal Solar and Windows. And, you know, for the Golden Knights and for Golden Knights fans, I feel like this is going to be, you know, a storyline that that is a little bit disconcerting. Because in every single category you want to dominate a game, the Golden Knights did that. Except for the scoreboard. Right? Like, except for the scoreboard. When... When you're the Golden Knights and you have in this game 45 shots through regulation and 12 minutes of overtime, yet you're only able to find two goals, that's disconcerting. That is a tough one because you've seen it happen before. I'm not convinced that the same issues are the are 
are prevailing here for the Golden Knights, but I do think you have to come with some urgency in game number four. For Vegas, their start was better. They were able to get offense. They were able to clamp things down. They got to their forecheck. They created a ton of turnovers. A ton of turnovers. 25 giveaways from the Montreal Canadiens. Don't sit here and tell me that the Montreal Canadiens were the better team. They were more opportunistic. Game number four will be on Sunday. 5 o'clock puck drop. 4 o'clock pregame show. That's going to do it for us here on the AAA Insurance postgame show. Extended postgame show is next on the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network, presented by Dollar Loan Center. Thanks for listening to the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network postgame show, presented by AAA Insurance. Our local coverage continues next with game highlights, interviews, and your phone call at 702-876-1340. This is the Vegas Golden Knights Radio Network. It's the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show on Fox Sports Las Vegas, 98.9 FM and 1340 AM. Let your voice be heard by calling in at 702-876-1340. Now here's your host, Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas, 3-2 the final. Josh Anderson ties it up late in the third period, then wins it in overtime for the Montreal Canadiens. Montreal, a 2-1 series lead in the Stanley Cup semifinals. They take game three in Montreal. Vegas have another opportunity to find a win in Montreal, get the split, and bring this one back home for game five, tied up at two. 702-876-1340 is the number. 702-876-1340. I want to hear from you. I want to know where you're at right now with the series. 702-876-1340. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Mike. Mike, how you doing? Well, stunned, to say the least. This yep. is the toughest <laughs> defeat since April 23rd, 2019 against San Jose. At least for me it is. I'm having trouble digesting this. I will say there's a razor thin difference between one and two and three and oh, which is where the Knights could be easily at this point. So I know it's not hopeless, not by a long shot. I want to give props to Gary uh, uh, Lawless tonight. He made a couple of comments probably 15 minutes ago on the post game where he pointed out that on Mark Andre Fleury has a tendency to make major mistakes when he's tired. And he assigned that to the poke check that he missed in game two and then the debacle tonight. And then he rattled off a bunch of names and addressed the elephant in the room. You just can't win when your top six forwards don't put any points on the board. And can you imagine Tampa Bay doing that? It's inconceivable. So that's Gary deserves some high props for that because I know what it's like to have to face the guys that you're criticizing, and it's a tough thing to do. So kudos to you, Gary. Keep up the honest work. Thanks for the call, Mike. Um, yeah, I mean, listen, you're going to need more from Mark Stone and Max Pacioretty, right? Like the Golden Knights need those players 
to be the best players in the series. And right now, the best player in the series for the Golden Knights has been Alex Petrangelo. Alex Tuck has had chances, no doubt, but he hasn't been able to finish. Petrangelo's got three goals in the first three games. You need more from everybody else. You know, Nick Waugh, he buries an opportunity he gets in this game. That's a huge goal. But at the same time, like, there were opportunities for Jonathan Marchessault, and there were opportunities for Riley Smith and William Carlson. You've got to find ways to put those pucks in the back of the net. And there were rebound chances that were few and far between, but there were some, and the Golden Knights just couldn't get to those pucks. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us here, let us know how you're feeling about the series. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Anthony. Anthony, how you doing? Hey, guys. Tough, tough one to take tonight. Definitely gut check time for us but you know I know probably a lot of people are thinking this right now Flowers given us probably 25 30 games that maybe we shouldn't have won over the last 3 or 4 years it's time for us to maybe rally around him pick him up from this one yeah we got power play issues yeah we've got you know some things we need to maybe work on and be better at but I think the story of this might be we need to just pick up our guy he's picked us up 100 times before and uh we need to pick him up yeah thanks for the call anthony i don't think you're wrong there i think that this is one of those situations where you look at everyone in the room and you say listen it's pretty simple to to get to where you've been to get to where this team has been over the course of the first four years you need great goaltending and mark andre Fleury has provided that in various stretches, this is a tough one. That goal usually never happens until it does. And it's always at the worst possible time. Now, for Vegas, they still have an opportunity to win this series, so it's not the worst, worst possible time. But you you need the rest of the room to come in and find a way. You needed the rest of the room to try to, to regroup in the intermission, and I, I thought Vegas was okay in in the overtime period but the problem with vegas in the overtime was that pete deboer shortened the bench in the third period why protecting a lead i have no issue trying to protect the lead that's totally fine but when you shorten your bench and the opposition in montreal is rolling four lines and four lines that are playing well and didn't really play that well didn't really have their skating legs in the first two periods one team is likely going to have more energy and that's the team that can spread the minutes out a little bit more and can roll four lines. So, uh, tough, tough situation for the Golden Knights, being two minutes from closing it, closing it down, to having to find a way to ratchet it back up into gear for the overtime. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head out to the phone lines. Bring in Stephanie. Stephanie, how you doing? Oh boy. <laughs> Sorry. It. You know, it was just a tough one, but. You know, I don't, I don't like to dwell on negative things and look at the negative things. So I am just going to say that after we went down two to nothing against Colorado, we came back and won the next four. And if Rita has anything to say about it, they are going to come back more pissed than ever and, you know, do business. All right, Stephanie, thanks for the call. Thanks, Cleo. Uh, listen, I... I don't think that this series is over by a long shot. And, like, if you if you disagree with me, give me a call. Like, legitimately, if you, if you think that this is just a foregone conclusion that this one's done, give me a call because I don't see that at all. 
I do like the way the Golden Knights played. I do like the process that they played. They've got to find more offense. That's not even in question, for sure. They've also got to find a power play goal, and we'll, do, we'll discuss that in a little bit here too. But if you think this one's done, give me a call because I want you on the record for it. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to join us on the other side of the break, it's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas, 3-2 the final. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Golden Knights in overtime to take game three and a 2-1 series lead. 702-876-1340 is the number. Where are you at? How are you feeling about the series after game three? Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Rita. Rita, how are you doing? This one hurts. This, yeah. This hurts worse than the first Colorado game. That one just, well, we screwed up. But this one, literally, my heart just sunk. But, I no, I don't believe we're out of it. But it is hard. It's kind of like rubbing salt in the wound when you see all the... i, I got to quit looking at Twitter because <laughs> people are having a filled day with this. But this one hurts. This is a tough one. And we got to just bounce back big time on Sunday, and I mean big time. You know, Rita, I, I, I'm with you in terms of this one feeling like a game that just kind of got away, but, you know, result notwithstanding, where were you at with how the Golden Knights played? Take the mistake out. Take that final play out. How do you think they played in, the, in, in regulation? Well, see, that's why it hurt so bad, because I thought we played damn good game. Yeah. I mean, the whole game. And one little thing, and I feel bad for Flower, too, you know? I mean, his heart had to sink at that time, too. But they said he's a professional. He'll bounce back. I I hope so. Because I'm really starting to not like Terry Price. And, no, I don't have to be nice about it. I'm old. (laughs) Rita, as always, bringing the heat. Thanks for the call. (laughs) Bye-bye. You know, I, I can understand not liking Carey Price. I mean, he's fun to watch. Like, he's really, really good. Uh, came up with some some beautiful saves in this game. And you're right. It hurts not because Vegas wasn't better. It hurts because they were. It hurts because Vegas was two minutes away from closing this game out. That's why this game hurts. If you're sitting there saying that Vegas wasn't the better team, you wouldn't be that angry about a loss. But you are because Vegas was better. They just don't get the result to show for it. 702-876-1340 is the number. Let's head back out to the phone lines. Bring in Joe. Joe, how you doing? I'm 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 doing. You know, I'm disappointed. Although uh, I love listening to Rita, uh, her points of view because she she really brings light to the situation. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Anyway, I, I got to say, you know, while I was disappointed with the mistake by Flower, you know, you, you got to put it in perspective. How many times has he has he bailed this team out? You know, and so I, I'm not going to completely fault him for tonight's loss. It's, 
it's disappointing, but I think the Golden Knights have suffered more disappointing losses in this postseason than than it was tonight. I, I want to take it back to Game 1 versus Minnesota. That was a disappointing loss. Mm-hmm. Game 2 versus Colorado, that was a disappointing loss. I think both of those were more disappointing than tonight's tonight's loss. And while uh, and with all that going on, I will say Montreal might be the toughest defensive team we've seen so far in the in the playoffs. And I think uh, you know we just need to kind of get a game plan here and get going against this team like we did against Minnesota and Colorado. Yeah, thanks for the call, Joe. In terms of the defense for Montreal, like they're they're a veteran defense. They've got young players that are committed to that side of the puck, and they've got a great goalie. So you kind of put all those things together, and you know when Carey Price is able to make up for mistakes that happen in a game, you look very, very good. And for the Golden Knights, it's now about finding ways to capitalize. You saw it in game number one. How did Vegas score on Carey Price? Movement and traffic. Cross-seam passes, open them up. That's how you find goals. You think Shea Theodore, fake slap shot, over to Alec Martinez, wide open net. That's the type of chances you need to get against Carey Price. But the Montreal Canadiens, the players in front of them, have a say in those types of plays too. Right now, they're not really allowing those clean plays for the Golden Knights. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Linda. Linda, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm great. Well, for me, I'm in it for the cup. So what happens is game day, things happen. Nosek just got back. We had a, a little few hiccups, a flurry thing, no problem there. He's he's gotten more goals, he's gotten more catches than he's ever given up. And I think we need to just be positive and support them. They need support. And I see that Petrangelo and uh, Patch need to step it up a little bit. That's all I have to say. But I'm here for the guys, and we're going to go all the way to the cup. That's my feeling. No negativity. It's All right. game day. All right. Thanks, Linda. I, the only thing I'll push back there is on Petrangelo. He's been great in this series. He's got three goals. Petrangelo's got eight points in his last seven games. Um, unquestionably the most consistent and best Golden Knights skater in the last seven games. And so while you want more, you're asking for more, I kind of get it. I do. But... He's been phenomenal. He has not been an issue in this series. In fact, I think he's been what's really allowed the Golden Knights to get close in the last two games and have an opportunity to close this one out in this one. 702-876-1340 is the number if you'd like to join us on the other side of the break. It's the extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. Back to your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. 
3-2 the final. The Montreal Canadiens defeat the Golden Knights in overtime. 2-1 series lead for Montreal. Game 4, Sunday. 5 o'clock puck drop, 4 o'clock pregame show. And I can tell you right now, the majority of the pregame show will be centered and focused on the power play. 702-876-1340 is the number. If you'd like to take this opportunity to sound off about the power play, to vent about the power play, give me a call. 702-876-1340. My biggest issue with the power play is that Montreal is so aggressive that once they get a clear it turns into two, it turns into three, it turns into four, or they get a clear and Vegas just cannot find a way to cleanly enter the zone. And that becomes an issue because what you're doing is chasing everything from that point forward. You're not able to take advantage of your advantage because you're not able to get into the zone, you're not able to create those matchups, you're not able to create the mismatches, you're not able to get to moving the puck with any type of quickness when you're just trying to figure out how to enter the zone. And so when the Golden Knights get into the zone and they're able to hold on to the puck and they're able to spread out the penalty killers of the Montreal Canadiens, they are getting some looks. Not grade A, high quality Fantastic looks, but there are some looks and there are some rebounds and there are some opportunities for the Golden Knights to take advantage of that. But the majority of the power play right now for the Golden Knights is either losing a faceoff, puck goes down, spend the next 90 seconds trying to get back into the zone, or set up for the first 15-20 seconds, pass the puck around, get a floater, Carey Price makes the save puck goes down you spend the next 90 seconds trying to get back into the zone so i'm not sure exactly how to change it but the golden knights need to figure out a way to be hungrier and more effective along the boards in those mismatches on the power play let's head back out of the phone lines bring in john john how you doing um good um i just want to say i'm not sure if reese is hurt or not um I think he could be a little bit more of a factor. Like, I didn't really notice him tonight. But, like, when Reaver is on his game, he's, like, when he's a real son of a gun to play against, that's mm-hmm. when he's almost Tom Wilson-ish. You know, he's a abrasive, mean mother who, you know, you can't tell me Jeff Petrie's looking forward to going to the corner to get the puck and looks up and sees Reaver coming at him. I mean, I don't, you know, that's not a real, like, um, comforting feeling. Um, but I didn't really know. I'm not sure if he's hurt or not, but... Uh, um, and like, on, as far as the power play goes, um, first of all, how I would get, I would uh, just you know skate to center, and uh, I would just flip the puck like 10, 15 feet up in the air into one corner. Price isn't that good of a, a good of a um, puck handling goalie, anyway. And uh, even if he came out, and uh, and uh, um, I would just overload one corner. I would just blitz that, uh, blitz the puck like a linebacker going after a quarterback, and try to win the battle. Because like you said, the way we're doing it now, it's not working. Um, and uh, as far as uh, trying to get Price off his game, I would maybe put Reaver in front of the net on the power play and just be um, be like, 
uh, who, who, like a kind of like what Zach Cassian is when he's when he wants to be, or I'm just trying to like like a Tom Wilson, just a havoc making stuff disturber in front of the net who just ticks price off and um, you know uh, hooks his stick a little bit and uh, just gets in his way and you know what I mean. Um, if price comes out of the blue, it comes out of the crease. Um, you know, Reaver's there to give him a healthy nudge or bump or whatever, right? But. Uh, um, I suspect it's like it's unfolding the way I kind of thought. It's going to be a long series, six or seven games, and uh, to be honest with you, I would never put any money on this series. This is a coin flip as far as I'm concerned. And uh, uh, as far as the Knights go, I would get Cody Glass in the next game for sure. And um, I'm, I'm surprised they haven't got him in yet already. And um, and that was just all I had, so that's what I wanted to sound off about. Okay, thanks for giving me the opportunity. All right, thanks for the call, John. Uh, as far as Ryan Reeves goes, he played two shifts in the third period for a minute. Um, I don't know you're putting Ryan Reeves on the power play when uh, you're, you're trying to kind of figure things out and you, you don't want to look to a player that hasn't had much power play time um, as kind of the answer. Your point about Cody Glass, it's well taken, especially when you're having struggles with your power play. Uh, Cody Glass on the power play at times has been dynamic for the Golden Knights. So maybe that's an adjustment that Pete DeBoer makes for game number four. Let's head back out to the phone lines, bring in Steven. Steven, how you doing? Yeah, not not exactly the way I wanted to start my weekend. I'm not going to lie about that. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, vous devez vous moquer de moi. Uh, if I've got that right, you have got to be kidding me. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know what it is. Like, it's a power play. Uh, shout out to Chris Chapman. Fifth, I think he said it was 15 off their last 107. Like, that is an absolutely abysmal uh, capitalizing rate. Like, this team has the ability to do it. You know, I don't know whether it needs to be Glass, whether it needs to be Dylan Coughlin, uh, Coughlin sorry. Whether it, uh, I don't know, like, something needs to change. Like, something needs to happen to get this going because that's going to be how Vegas is going to win this series against Montreal is on the power play. Montreal commits a lot of dumb penalties and when that happens you need to be able to capitalize on that. I like I don't know what the solution is there. I mean like this is not just a flurry thing. Like I this is my problem with goalies in general is cuz I like I'm a huge soccer fan. It's the same thing. Stay on your line. Like don't come out of the net. Don't like don't do stupid things like this. Like that's how like if you watch the Euros, that was the forty five yard goal against Scotland. Like because the keepers, you know, outside of the eighteen yard box, like stay in the paint, stay in the box. Like just don't like don't come out and play the puck because stupid things like this happen. Like if this costs us the series, like I don't know like you can't exactly move on from Flurry, but like because he's a fantastic goalie and, you know, makes mistakes, but like, that's two goals this series he's given up. The poke check because he's come out of the net and played the puck um, behind the trapezoid tonight. Like, I don't... I, I just, I, I'm just frustrated. I am incredibly, incredibly frustrated, and I just hope that this mistake does not cost Vegas to stay on the cup. You know what, Stephen, and thank you for the call. In terms of Marc-Andre Fleury playing the puck, more often than not, is it is a benefit than it is a detriment, right? Like, this is obviously the extreme example of it going against the Vegas Golden Knights, but a big part of why Vegas was able to get to their forecheck in today's game, and a big reason why the Golden Knights were able to break out of their own zone and attack the neutral zone with any type of speed, and break the forecheck of the Montreal Canadiens, is because 
Marc-Andre Fleury would come out regularly, play the puck, and beat that first four-checker. And when you do that, it creates a lot of room and a lot of ability to get through the neutral zone. So I, I understand being frustrated with the mistake. That's absolutely valid. But more often than not, Marc-Andre Fleury's puck handling helps the Golden Knights as opposed to hurting them. We're back to wrap it up next on the Extended Post Game Show, Fox Sports Las Vegas. Your calls on the extended Vegas Golden Knights postgame show. Here's Ryan Wallace. Extended postgame show, Fox Sports, Las Vegas. The Golden Knights fall to Montreal 3-2 in overtime. Canadians a 2-1 series lead. For Vegas, it's about not changing much. You like your game at 5-on-5. You like your start. Uh, You like to get more offense for sure. And you need to figure out the power play. And I understand that that is something that, you know, you you say out loud after a 56-game schedule and now you're three rounds deep into the playoffs saying something's got to change, you got to fix your power play. But the fact of the matter is if the Golden Knights want to win this series, they're going to have to find ways to score on the power play. They're going to have to turn the man advantage into something that can reliably score a big goal here or there. The margin for error in every single game the rest of the way, I don't care what you what you think coming into the game, the margin for error is one goal. It's a, it's a one-goal league. It's a 3-2-2-1 league, especially in, in the Stanley Cup semifinals. So for the Golden Knights, you're, you're trying to find that next goal on Carey Price. The power play gives you the best opportunity to do it. You've got to fix the power play. You've got to come with a different look and find a way to get one there. Game four will be on Sunday, 5 o'clock puck drop, 4 o'clock pre-game. That's going to do it for us here on the Extended Post Game Show. Thanks to Jeff Rubino down here, turning all the knobs, keeping us sounding fresh. Thanks to Bobby Machado back in the studio for keeping us on the air. And thanks to you, our listeners, and our callers. We will talk to you on Sunday on Fox Sports Las Vegas. Thanks for listening to the Extended Golden Knights Post Game Show on Fox Sports Radio 98.9 FM at 1340 AM. Your home for the Vegas Golden Knights. Have a good night and drive safe.